0: Um, that could be in the crockpot radio ad. Mm. Everyone loves tender, succulent
1: meat. It could be in a lot of ads, Adam. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs>
2: Welcome to Three Guys Three Questions, where three friends test the limits of propriety through the questions we ask. Today is the day we help people. This week, we're sponsored by Life Hacking, a sponsor list. No, Aaron, this isn't too meta. Oh, I read the whole thing. Yeah, you, <laughs> you weren't supposed to read uh, <laughs> I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew.
1: Hey, everyone. I have to put some HTML comment notes on that so that Aaron doesn't read that again. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Close bracket. Yeah. I'm also joined by Adam Merlin Anderson. I was going to do a Merlin
0: Mann impression, but I don't know what he sounds like, so I didn't.
2: Boo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's listening, and he's upset. Oh. Hey, Merlin.
0: Send me a voicemail, I
1: guess. I don't know. <laughs> Send me a voicemail. I don't, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously 2001 as well. <laughs>
2: Wait, do you think voicemail is receiving a cassette tape in the mail?
1: Are there other options for it? I think that's what we should do now.
2: If it was, I would check my voicemail way more often. <laughs> If you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. Andrew has today's first question, so take it away,
1: Andrew. Oh, thanks. I will take it away. Take it away. Take it away now. Um, What what you've got,
2: <laughs> you've got a, you know, well, I don't want to talk about the rest.
1: Okay. Hey, so guys, um, what is a life hack that you learned too late in life?
2: Mine is something that everybody tells you. At least my parents told me forever. They'd ask me if I did did something, and I'd say, "Oh no, I forgot." And they're like, "Just make a list. Make a list when you learn you learn something you need to do, and then you have the list, and you will never forget." And I was like, "Yeah, but." And that was the summation of my argument. <laughs> and that and I had no, that No, no, I've used that argument many times. <laughs> yeah, but Yeah, but no. Eh.
1: Well, here's the thing. Here's the the thing about here, like Here's the thing. Okay, you know what? You finish and I'll I'll explain. No, it. no, tell me. No, yeah,
2: you know what we're going to Tell no. us the no. thing. No. Tell me the thing.
1: Sometimes Things are what I
2: come here for.
1: Sometimes when someone asks me to do something, mm-hmm. I immediately realize like I'm going to forget that on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And, then like, and then I'm like, oh, dude, I forgot, which is true, but I didn't do a very good job of remembering.
2: Mm, is that, am I a bad that's, person? Yes, because you should just tell the person you're not going to do it or you don't want to do it when they ask. <laughs> yeah, See, probably. but that
0: invites itself like an entirely, like a whole new discussion that you probably don't want to be having with this person if you don't want to be doing what they're but asking you to do in the first
2: place. But if that's a person who does that quite often, then... You just stop being around that person. <laughs> you know
1: what I, mean? like, I, I don't I don't do it often. I mean, I just like having that in my arsenal just in case. I hate that. I hate that. That's like passive
2: aggressives though. I hate that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just tell here if to I make if I actually life. do something and you're like, no, that's a stupid idea and I don't like you, I'd be like, Well, okay. I see the merit in that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're a little bit more accepting than most people. <laughs>
2: I'd rather hear that than tell me tell me yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And blow me off. Mm-mm. Back to making a list. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I learned it. I mean, I didn't even learn to be doing this until, uh, I was like in college and I, I'd been in college for a while and I was really poor. And so I remember like trying to figure out ways to maximize, like use my money wisely. And it led me to a lot of life hacking websites and uh that's when I learned about Merlin Man and I started doing a like I'd keep everything on index cards and such I think it was called the hipster PDA so it was like a personal digital assistant but on index cards and I would just keep lists of things and and I was like oh it turns out like I actually get things done when I have a list and so I try to do that and it and it helps.
1: I'm a fan of keeping notes. I actually are the lists. One of my favorite list keeping apps for my phone is Google keep mm-hmm. because it has a, like a GPS tracker on it. So if I'm like, shoot, next time I go to the store, I need to get milk. But I always forget every time I go to the store. Mm-hmm. So I have a list for the store. And then what happens is I walk in the store and my phone buzzes like, "Hey, here's your list of things that you said you needed when you were here." Yeah, and it's very helpful.
2: I love stuff like that. I do that with like OmniFocus. It's the same kind of idea. Yeah, yeah, I and with the reminders app on the iPhone because to me anything that I can automate to remember is much better because my my brain is already full of all kinds of really bad puns (laughs) uh remembering every episode of the office
1: uh oh to be fair though you do an extensive amount of studying about every episode of the office
2: (laughs) right i gotta keep it fresh yeah so yeah
1: so aaron some heavy talk what's going on i
2: well no adam i thought adam (laughs) well yeah real talk i
0: write things down just because it makes me feel better about things. Like, I'll, I'll not even look at the list again, but it feels good to have it written down. And then I feel better about things. I'm like, hey, that has relieved some of my anxiety.
2: That is like a, a next level to making a list <laughs> mm-hmm. because I, I, I was fully on board with the idea of making lists. And I was like, yeah, yeah, this is true. And then people would tell me, you know what? Just write things down. And and even if you're not gonna look at it later, the the act of writing it down is good. And I was just like, nope, that's that's make believe. I don't not real. believe you. <laughs> and and so I actually only got to that point like maybe in the past four or five months, and I started carrying around a a little um, field notes book in my my shirt pocket. Oh, okay. and a pen. Yeah, and I just write stuff down, like random thoughts and things, and I found that like my subconscious feels like alleviate. It's like a, it's like a weight and anxiety is lifted off of my life. That I was like, oh, this is this has been there the whole time, and I could have just been writing things down and getting it out, and I haven't. So, yeah, I agree with you, Adam. Yep. I mean, that wasn't funny at all, but I think it's real good advice. I think maybe everyone listening to this show should actually just start writing things down as they listen.
0: Yeah, take notes. Tweet yeah. us about them tweet us, <laughs> mm-hmm. tweet us your three g three q
2: notes, yeah, like take a picture of your notes that you've made listening to this episode. <laughs> is I it weird see
1: that I just don't really like have that anxiety of having to write things down.
2: you do, but you don't know about it. That's the thing. that's what I felt. Have you tried writing stuff down? Yeah,
1: well, I don't write things down, but I guess I guess I'll have to, and you know what I'm yeah, gonna try, do it try I'm, it this week, and I'm not gonna back. be like all negative about it. I'm gonna try it out like i I gotta know before I yeah. Okay, yeah. Just next
0: time you're feeling anxious about something write it down and then throw it away
2: you don't have to throw it away
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends
1: on what you're writing I guess
2: <laughs> I'm opening up the show notes for next week's lightning round and I we're gonna follow up oh wait I don't know which week this is gonna be. I mean I do yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Whatever. recorded live and in person So. I will remember after I listen to this. I, I will know hold that, you accountable.
1: I know that writing stuff down is you know very therapeutic. But what about drawing the things that I need to remember? Should I do that? Yeah,
2: um, I've never
0: that tried that, but I want you to and tell us how it works. Okay,
1: you just write
2: down milk.
0: I, just, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I draw I just, milk.
1: I draw a thing of milk or a, like a loaf of bread, <laughs> and it's like a little game. I get to the store. I'm like, what did I draw here? How do you draw? <laughs> how do you draw? Oh, I need to pay my rent. Um, just. <laughs> Just my house and me sad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you draw money with an arrow going away from you. Yeah, just
0: like falling into a trash can.
2: <laughs> uh, hey, Adam, what's uh? What did you learn? To what's a life hack you learned too late? Way tonight? too late in life,
0: I learned about crockpots. Oh yeah, they're amazing. I love yes. them. Everybody in the world should have a crockpot. Yeah, I should start it. Like I should start a nonprofit organization to get everyone a crockpot.
1: Give uh, children and children in Africa with no food. A
0: <laughs> no food, no electricity, but they have a crock pot.
1: <laughs> One step at a time. I remember I was
2: uh, interested. I was dating somebody. I, w- I don't know if we were really dating, but let's just say for the convenience of the we story. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, I was like waiting for them to like, I went to pick them up for something and they didn't want to leave because they had to watch their their soup oh and i was like well and i didn't know how they were cooking it i was like why can't you just leave it and they're like because it's just on the stove here that's dangerous and i was like you're cooking like a long-term soup you're gonna be working (laughs) on for a long time on the stove they're like how else would you do it i was like what you don't know about crock pot man and they were like no i don't think that And i was like whatever i don't
0: believe in crock pots
2: Yeah, they were, like, very, very just disdainful of the idea of crockpots. And I was like, it solves the exact problem we're experiencing right now.
1: (laughs) I have not met a sane person who is anti-crockpot. Yeah. Well, let's not, like, get harsh and start making broad statements like that.
2: What do you mean? That's, like, exactly what we do. You know, that's how
0: how hashtag breakfast ketchup started, and I want to try to do that again. (laughs) No, we're never doing that
1: again. (laughs) So... I feel like people who are against the gospel of crockpots usually are afraid of being an old person (laughs) and try to probably like, oh, no, that's something my grandmother uses. I don't need that. I live in the future.
0: Well, that's that's dumb, right? Because I'm not saying it's
1: it's right. I'm being the devil's advocate (laughs) over here trying to be like a not just a one sided argument. Hmm. I'm just I don't think they're right either. I mean, crockpots are delicious. Have you put pulled pork in a crockpot? Yes.
0: Oh, it's so good. But I mean, it's 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 not like you wake up in the morning and you're like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be hungry eight hours from now. Like, no, you're going to. You're going to. Yeah. And that's that's not exclusive to old people. Everybody gets hungry. Right. And everybody loves tender, succulent meat. <clears throat> so. <laughs> so. <See, laughs> you all right?
1: So, so could, you, uh, <laughs> could you put a clip of Adam saying that everyone likes tender, succulent meat and just loop it's it for It's my new me? ringtone, tender, succulent
2: meat. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> um, um. That could be in the Crock-Pot radio ad. Everyone mm. loves tender, succulent meat.
1: It could be in a lot of ads, Adam, let's be honest.
2: <laughs> uh, the next level Crock-Pot, I have, I have, and it's called a Smart-Pot. I told you guys about my smartpot. No, I want to get Are you going to be
1: able to SmartPot? activate it with your phone?
2: Dude. Oh, well, they have a Bluetooth version, but I don't own the Bluetooth is version. It,
0: is it like a robot crock pot that goes into your fridge and like fills itself with things? Because I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> the only way a crock pot could be
2: in the easier. No, I will tell you how it can be better in real life. A smart pot is a combination crock pot pressure cooker. Oh Ooh. man, that's a good idea. It's got a lid that screws on like it twists on and locks. So, you know, if you ever used a pressure cooker, they're scary as all crap.
1: Oh yeah. They're about to blow up on your face. It's like having, yeah, like, it's like working in your kitchen, but also having a bomb there. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'd like to cook these vegetables inside of a bomb. Yeah. But it still is like, it's, it's like the same contraption. The mousetrap board game was used. So it's like, you just touch it. It might explode. You're like, Oh shoot this. Why do I have this in my house?
2: There's no way to know how it's going inside. Like, and you and you have to do it by feel. there's not like a timer or anything oh um, but a smart pot is like a crock pot too, where you screw on the lid and it has a bunch of things on the front it's and you sometimes it like say you want to make rice, all you push is rice, and it does everything for you it It decides what pressure to cook it at, how long, all this kind of stuff, or you put like uh, I want to do a stew." And it does all the settings for that. I, mean, I think it needs to have a setting for, like, yogurt or, like... But basically, you can do anything you can do in a crock pot. Like, you could even set it to not use pressure, to just be like a slow cooker. You can even saute in it. You can tell it, turn up the heat as hot as possible. I'll leave the lid off. I'll saute some of my vegetables. And then I'll turn it on to something else. Or you can just do pressure cooking. So what's really cool, like... Usually I used to make like pinto beans, uh, to, for like beans and cornbread or something like that, or to make refried beans. And I used to like, I'd soak them overnight and then in the morning I'd put them in and cook them all throughout the day and they'd be ready that evening. With this, you can have fresh beans in like 45 minutes and they're just as good. I found one. I want to post it here.
0: Oh dang. It's like $120 Aaron. Yeah.
2: It's amazing though. (laughs) Is one hundred twenty dollars a lot or a little to you? I don't know. I it's a it's a this. lot to me. Oh, okay. I mean, um, it, barring the fact that I just paid
0: like eighty dollars for a mouse, one hundred twenty dollars <laughs> is a lot.
2: It's Can worth I, it. I mean, you get hard boiled eggs in like I think f- five minutes, start to finish.
1: It's like the Roomba of crock pots. Can I ask you a question on uh, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. What are, how do you what do you feel about bread makers?
2: Well, that's tough for me because I don't.
1: Eat okay. bread, but... You know what? Let, let me ask Adam, though. Someone who's a human being.
2: <laughs> I, I know. Okay, well, I want to hear Adam's... I have an opinion, but I just don't think it matters as much, but go ahead.
0: Um, I've never really used a bread maker, but I know people who have, and I, I've never been like, oh, this bread came from a bread maker. Hmm. It's always been delicious. I just
1: so. like the idea of coming home and then like, oh, bread's done. And it smells amazing in my house.
2: Yeah, it's like a crock pot for bread.
1: Yeah, pretty much is what I thought.
2: Yeah, I just found that the bread, for me, the bread in the bread maker never made the kind of bread I, I really liked that much. Like, there wasn't ever enough of it.
1: Mm, yeah, that's true. It
2: didn't, it because it's not big enough. And by the nature of how it works, it's always making very airy, light bread. And you
1: like a dense bread.
2: Yeah, I like like a good, thick like or like a sourdough or like a a oh. wheat bread or something it's it's all right.
1: I was thinking about getting a bread maker because I like the idea of making bread for a nickel loaf,
2: yeah, you know that's yeah you, maybe you should, or you probably shouldn't because die breeders well, like if you came if you ate like a, a loaf, whole loaf of bread every day, <laughs> yeah, that's true that's bad news, <laughs>
1: but i I would die doing what I love, <laughs> eating carbohydrates. <laughs>
2: Um well so what's your
1: hack? Mine? Oh yes right 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 okay. I forgot where we at. That's how the show works. What okay. You remember? I'm new. This right. is my first day. You got tape. three questions. Three.
0: three answers for each question for a total of
1: nine answers. Mm. Keep telling me about it, Adam. I'm really I'm really curious. That's as much math as I know. Okay. Um so a life hack that I learned too late in life was it's like a constant struggle between man in the garbage can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and the one struggle that I hate the most, or probably the reason I hate taking out the trash the most is the liquidy discharge <laughs> from carrying the trash can. What are you putting in your trash can? Like fruit and stuff. Why?
2: You've you never, you've never taken a trash can out and then looked, felt something wet on your foot. And then looked back and see this drip line that's fault like a trail, like a Hansel and Gretel trail. I don't know, maybe this, is, maybe this
0: is bad of me, but I always put, like, food things down the garbage disposal.
2: Yeah, you should, probably, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you it's, it's. It sometimes happens. you live with roommates who don't, you know yeah.
1: what I mean? Or a roommate who, like, just throws out half a gallon of milk because it's or bad. I mean, I
2: guess it's possible to
0: not have one. I guess I'm just really speaking from a position of privilege, aren't I? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry for our garbage disposal list listeners that mm-hmm. I that was so insensitive.
1: Yeah, you should feel really bad about yourself. I do. Now nah, you're good. So um, <laughs> the thing is, is like when that juice, garbage juice is what I'm going to call it, touches your, your body or your clothing. It
2: always smells sweet, too. Why does it smell sweet?
1: Oh, yeah, it's sweet, but it's like still like it's gross. It's not a good sweet. Yeah, it's not a good sweet. It's like you never feel clean. Like you could wash that piece of clothing and you can wash your hands a thousand times. And you're like, it's still there anyway. So just recently I learned that if you put old newspapers at the bottom of your trash bag, that it will soak up the, the juicy bits. Oh,
2: that is
0: wise. That's pretty good.
1: Right. And so I'm like, Oh shoot. I learned that way. Like I learned that like a few months ago,
2: (laughs) your whole life. And I'm like,
1: my whole life is just because that's how simple my life is is that's my main concern
2: I just pictured you uh, when you have your own children mm-hmm. um, and, and, and then your kid comes up and you're like dad why are you always throwing newspapers in the bottom of the trash can
1: because newspapers you, will still be around by then too
2: you kneel down <laughs> on, on one knee and you put your hand on their shoulders and you look into their oh, eye man. and you're like you are so blessed <laughs> to know this I spent more than twenty years of my life in ignorance of this. You will never know the horrors of garbage juice. And then I'll look at you like my dad's crazy.
0: They'll be like, "But dad, you're throwing away our newspaper collection. It's going to be worth a lot of money someday.
1: Our antique newspaper collection, because they haven't made it in thirty years.
2: They just like the feel of it better
1: <laughs> it's in their hands." I-
2: we like how it makes our hands all black and inky.
0: Yeah.
1: And we like the opinions that are obviously dictated by some governing person without any news merit.
0: I love the insipid opinions of the letter to the editor
1: section. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like the thing of like me carrying it around, like those black and white images of infomercials when people are struggling with life. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. I loved that. My life was black and white for the first 20 years. There must be a better way! Exactly.
2: Yes. That's a good life hack. And I I learned it too late, too, because I'm only learning it right now. But I'm very grateful for that.
1: There you go. That's why we're here, to help. I'm going to write it down. Okay. I don't have anything to write with. I can write it on my hand, but I don't think it's the same effect.
2: You just write garbage juice on your hand? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That sounds like a pretty wicked tattoo you can get. Garbage juice. Man, that guy's pretty hardcore. Have you seen him? He's got garbage juice tattooed on his forearm. Yeah, garbage juice
0: is... That's my favorite punk band.
2: My question is, what small change has made a big difference in your day-to-day?
0: I recently... This actually happened very recently. I moved my alarm clock, but not in the direction that a lot of people are probably thinking. Cause a lot of times the life hack is, Oh, move your alarm clock away from your bed. Mm-hmm. And then you'll have to get up to turn it off. And then you'll be up already. I tried that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but I would get up and I would turn my alarm clock off. My room isn't that like big. Cause I live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. So I'd push snooze and I would turn around and I'd be like, Oh, my bed's only like two steps mm, away. Yeah. So I moved my alarm clock back to being next to my bed. So that way when it goes off, I can just roll over and push snooze. And then my 10-minute snoozes are much more effective. Right. And I wake up right. more rested. Life hack. Life hack.
1: Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a life hack right here. Yeah. Put your alarm in your roommate's room. <laughs> <laughs> but but they will, <laughs> they will wake you up
2: for you. They will wake
1: you up. And you'll be awake because you'll be soaked with water that they just splashed on you because they can't find the alarm you hid in their room. Life hack.
2: So I don't think this is the end of your life hack. <laughs> no, I'm right, not Adam? dying. This is oh, okay. not the end of my life. Okay. No, but you have more to this, right? So because you, cause you mm-hmm. said you moved your alarm, didn't work. You moved it back. That's not the end, right? Well, I moved it back and it got better.
1: <laughs> this is it? This is really what you... <laughs> That's like the. I don't
2: like know what the, else you're
0: expecting from
2: me. <laughs> this is you're, a small change you made and it made a big
0: difference in your day to day. Yeah, my, my my 10 minute snoozes, my three or four 10 minute snoozes are way better now.
1: <sighs> so disappointed. <laughs> that's that's like the bare minimum of a life want, hack.
0: You asked for a
2: small change that made a but big difference. But it didn't difference. make a big difference. <laughs> I'm you so slept much
1: happier, pre- though. You just had a better. How 10 are you happy now?
2: You're in the same place you were as when you started. Exactly, my you're bed. I'm getting out That's of not... my
0: bed fewer times every
2: day.
1: It's like it's like a crack addict's. Like, oh man, I just found out this life hack. If I just do crack, I feel awesome.
2: <laughs> if I just, do it's like no, cocaine. it's like this. It's like if I went up to you uh-huh. and I shot you in your hand, and I let your hand heal, and I told you, "Don't shoot your hand," and you're like, "I'm so happy." Because, <laughs> like, you had a baseline of your alarm being next to your bed, and then you moved it, and you were unhappy, so you moved it back. You didn't gain happiness, you just went back to the baseline. It's not, I mean, what? <laughs> I feel like, I for, like, this is what's really sad. But my alarm was
0: on the other side of the room for, like, two years.
2: About five minutes ago, <laughs> when you when you first kind of ended i thought it was a joke (laughs) (laughs) and that's why i asked like if there's more and i thought after you did that i still thought he's just joking around (laughs) it was only until maybe like a minute ago i realized he's serious i'm so upset (laughs) (laughs) that's uh,
1: i think the listeners at home need a
0: big difference i answered your question perfectly
1: no, that's not a life hack. I'm sorry. I think the, the listeners need the the tweet us real life hacks. Your life hack
2: is essentially don't do anything.
1: Yeah. Don't change anything because it'll just make you unhappy.
2: It's You're, the best life hack of all. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. Everybody thinks they got to do stuff, but you don't. That's the secret, man. <laughs> I hacked the system. Andrew I want to hear yours and it better not disappoint me like this oh well I'm
1: a lot of pressure now but I think I can overcome <laughs> not, not much pressure <laughs> so um, a life hack that is it's, it's a pretty small change but something that's really helped me day to day which is what the question asks is mm. I have started I wake to wake up uh,
0: every day I don't know how oh do you think gosh. that I didn't answer that part of the question
1: <laughs> but a small change has made a big difference okay anyway you <laughs> talk about difference. <laughs> that's arguable as you've heard last time. you could
2: quibble over very obvious meaning later. <laughs> Andrew, what's um,
1: So something that really helps me is I got in the habit of, I have like this bowl next to my bed mm-hmm. and I put all my things that I need or that I use regularly in it. My ah. keys, my wallet, my chapstick, I put my headphones in there sometimes. And this is really easy because I have um, roommates and like myself in a older time mm-hmm. where I would constantly lose everything. We're like, my friend or my roommate will come over and say, like, oh, shoot, man, we should go to the movies. I'm like, yeah, we should. Let me go find my wallet. <laughs> 20 minutes later, I am not at the movies because I don't remember where I put my wallet at. And so I realized that this is something that needed to change in my life. And so I got in the habit of putting everything in the same place all the time. The only downside is that if I'm ever robbed, it'll be very easy to find everything <laughs> that's important to me.
0: <laughs> i just going to make off with this bowl. Like, I love bowls. <laughs>
1: Yes. Whoa, well, well, there's I, a wallet in here too. What I th- I think they would keep the bowl there. Ah, <laughs> but yeah. What
0: if What if somebody dumped out all the stuff and just took the bowl?
1: I'd be like, dude, they must have really liked that bowl. They can have it. I'll <laughs> find another of, bowl. What kind
2: of bowl is it?
1: Um, it was just this little wooden one from the 70s I got at the thrift store.
2: Mm, nice.
1: You know, you know the type they don't make anymore because they break really easy in the dishwasher. Those ones.
0: Oh yeah. What, what if yeah. you get robbed by an antique
1: collector and they're like,
2: "This is this will complete my collection."
0: Of I just love that works. you're so
2: fixated on Andrew getting robbed.
1: Yeah, I know. If I'm robbed, I'm calling the police. Yeah, I think it we was know you. who did
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you better it right hope I'm not
0: robbed. Bed, right next to my alarm clock, and it'll make a big difference in my day to day.
2: Um. Yeah, Andrew, I d- I do that too. I don't have a bowl right now, but. I put them in the same spot, if that makes sense. Like it's and they and I stack them,
1: mm, that's like
2: everything on top of each other. So, so that I so that you
1: don't have OCD, so is what you're saying. Well,
2: no, I don't. I mean, kind of do, but like I like doing that because if I want to get at something that's that's on the bottom or in the middle, I have to pick up the stuff on top of it. And so when I'm leaving in the morning, I'll put it. I'll I'll stick my phone underneath it all. Cause I'm not forgetting my phone, man. That's like <laughs> numero uno. So, so I stick my phone when, I, like, when I come out of the shower and stuff like that. I'll take my phone and stick it under there, and while I'm getting dressed, uh, you know, I get ready, and then I, and then if if I perchance forget to get the, to grab my keys and stuff like that, because I always have a problem of forgetting my keys, because I have a separate key ring for work, mm, um, yeah. or I'll forget something else. Like I'll put other stuff on there too. But uh, like my pocket knife, I'll forget. And I, whenever I need it, I'm like, dang it, I forgot it. So I started doing this and it makes such a big difference. So, But I, it's like the same thing as the bowl. Yeah. But I, I kind of want to get a bowl now.
1: I like the bowl because it was nice because I didn't have a place for a while. Yeah. And so the place was wherever the bowl was.
2: And nothing can fall out of a bowl, right? It's in the bowl.
1: It's Specifically if the bowl is like deep or has a lid.
2: Yeah. I should get a bowl. And a nightstand.
1: <laughs> Is your alarm just on the floor?
2: Yeah. Wow. Do you sleep on the floor? No, I sleep on a bed. Is your bed on on just? Yeah, no, it's on a bed on frame floor? and a
1: box oh. spring and everything. Oh, okay. Oh man, okay, cool. Yeah. You're moving up in the world. I
2: can't, I can't do what you do because I have, I have my glasses that I absolutely need to see anything. Oh yeah. So I have to have somewhere to put them that's within arms reach in case I get. Uh, attacked by, like, a ninja or something. I
0: usually put them, like, next to the alarm clock. So
1: know. if it if a thief ever needs to rob Aaron, but also needs to disorient him to steal Shh, his glasses... Take my
2: glasses, man. You win. <laughs> it's gonna take me forever to find the knife that I hide under my mattress without my glasses.
1: <laughs> you could rob the place pretty thoroughly before he even realizes where his glasses are.
2: <laughs> What's that smudge moving around, taking all my stuff? Mm. Shh, Andrew, oh, it's my turn to hey. answer my question. Mm-hmm. Um... Back to sleeping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sleeping is really important to this podcast. So is food if you listen to the other episodes.
2: <laughs> I've, I've always had insomnia. Like my whole life, I've had a really, really hard time getting to sleep and staying asleep. And that was all fine and good until I hit a point in my 20s. I'm like 25 where, where my body was like, hey this not sleeping thing is going <laughs> to kill you. And so I realized like, okay, I can't keep like burning the candle at both ends. I got to sleep. And so I would try going to bed early and I just would sit there all night. It was awful. And, and, and I think it was until um I discovered that one of the things that was making me stay awake was that I would start to kind of drift into the dreamland. And then I'd hear like, the sound of something, anything, and it would alert me and I'd, I'd wake up. So, you know, if I hear a car drive by or I I hear someone talking, that's the hardest thing for me. Or your
1: neighbors having a giant fiesta.
2: Yeah, it was really hard for me. So I started just listening to white noise. Um, The first thing I did was I actually left my TV on and turned it the other way. And this is like a TV that had an antenna. So it was literally the white noise from the from the TV. <laughs> and that helped me fall asleep. And I was like, this problem isn't healthy. So I got, um, I think, I didn't have a phone, uh, smartphone because this was before then. So I think I did on my computer, uh, like a, a white noise kind of situation. And that helped me out a lot. And I've been using uh, white noise apps ever since. And I have a mix now that I've been using for like... <sighs> I want to say like five, six years. You should put nice. a link
0: to that mix in the sound,
2: Yeah, I don't know if I can. I'll, I'll screenshot or something. It's on the white noise app. Um, it's like the number one app. You search for white noise, I think. Um, but it's like <laughs> people will like show up at night and they'll walk by my room or they'll want to get a, and they'll, they'll hear it. Or I'll like spend the night in a hotel with somebody, and I turn on the white noise, and I'm like, "Whoa! It sounds like a rainforest. Like it sounds like
1: that sounds it's, delightful.
2: It's loud. There's like because it's there's rainforest sounds. I think there's rain. Ooh, rain sounds wind, good. There's wind. There's wind. Wind would make me
0: nervous. Yeah, It's me like so.
2: It's like this kind of wind. Like,
1: whoa. yeah, that would not do well for me. Yeah, no, because
0: that just sounds like the wind before a storm.
2: Well, I mean, I live in the desert, so like wind is like natural to me. Like when it's not windy, I'm on alert.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I grew up in the wind Midwest, so if there's wind, then there's then there's
2: lightning, Mm, and if there's lightning, there's probably a tornado somewhere. And then the next thing I have on there is a babbling brook. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds sounds delightful too. And then the I think the very last thing is there's a there's a a small campfire. Uh, Maybe so the crackling of
1: the fire is very soothing. I like my white noise to be water based.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that explains the the frequent bathroom trips I have to take at night, or if that's just an enlarged prostate or something. I don't know. But yeah, no, either I think way, that's old man troubles. <laughs> <laughs> no, what it is is another life hack that I figured out is if I drink a whole crap load of liquid, I have to wake up in the morning. There's no option.
1: Isn't that the life hack the Indians? Is it? You know, discovered. Hmm. Yeah, they did that before their battle, so they would wake up early, earlier than the other armies. Hmm. So they drink a lot of water and then wake up at like four in the morning.
2: Indian life hack.
1: I wonder if there's more. I'm sure there are. (laughs) They use every piece of the buffalo. Hmm.
0: They life hack every piece of that buffalo.
2: (laughs) Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I
1: feel like the Native, I feel like the Native Americans were the first life hackers because I think everything they had to do was like take advantage of everything.
2: Hmm. Um, probably just humans in general. I mean, you go back. Nah, it's life hacks all the way down. (laughs) Life hack. Use a stick. (laughs) <laughs> life hack tools
0: <laughs> life hack you sharp rock <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah i was trying to give one to the native americans but okay sure fine take it away from them like everything else <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you think about it like every tool or system before it becomes common it's a life hack
1: yeah yeah I guess and then after
2: enough. a while people are like oh no this is this is a screwdriver <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that when people like I'm doing something with people, I'm like, "Oh, dude, I discovered this life hack. It's called a pencil, <laughs> and the best part of this life hack is there's an eraser because I make mistakes sometimes. I'm human. <laughs> you can use that one at home." My my
0: question is, what's a life hack of yours that you thought everybody already knew?
1: Um, so my answer is is not so much that I thought everyone knew, but everyone should know. Mm.
0: Okay, well, that's not the question I asked, but
1: go ahead. (laughs) I know, but I think it's one that I thought everyone knows, but I think some... Anyway.
0: Life hack, if somebody asks a question you don't want to answer, just answer a different question.
1: (laughs) It's how politicians have been doing it for years. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, so the life hack that I think that I thought everyone should know is that if you wonder how someone feels about something, you should ask them.
0: Oh. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) You mean people can just talk about their feelings?
1: They can talk about anything, not just their feelings. But
0: I, So, like, you can use language to talk about more than just
1: sports. Yes, or how you find another person of the opposite sex attractive. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I think that it's... I thought everyone knew that they could just talk to people. Like, people are pretty cool. Like, on generally, people are pretty chill. And if you, like, approach a person as a human being and ask them their opinion or their thoughts... They're pretty open about that, for the most part.
2: Mm. This whole thing is like what all British drama revolves around is the inability to just ask
1: (laughs) or sitcoms in general or
2: say something. Yeah, a lot of romantic comedies are like that, and it is so frustrating to me because it's like if somebody just said something or if somebody just asked to double check, and it's like it's always based off of assumptions. And that drives me nuts because I, I really try not to do that. And so seeing other people do that just really makes me question. Do I do that? Have I done And It's just like, I don't know. It's just like this thing that haunts me. I don't like the idea of it for some reason. Yeah.
1: And I think the thing is, is that if you live your life in a way that you respect people and their ideas, then your life is a little bit easier. Mm. It's actually a lot easier. If you, you just don't you know, assume like you're like in the fridge and like, Oh shoot, my roommate's milk went away. Or when well, I went away, but, uh, expired. Should I throw it out? And you're like, yeah, I should throw it out or not nah, just leave it there. Or you can be like, the next step is, Hey, ask him if it's okay if you throw it out. Cause it smells bad.
2: Right. <laughs> or,
0: or like say, say your roommate ordered pizza and ate okay. half of it and put the other half in the fridge. And then you get home after your graveyard shift and you look at the fridge <laughs> and you're like, Oh, hey, there's just some pizza here. Like, should you eat that? Or should you talk about it?
2: It's funny because I had that same thing happen with a whole plate of bacon.
1: <laughs> I have a huh. feeling it was the same roommate. Huh.
2: <laughs> Nobody's ever not gonna eat bacon.
1: That if bacon was for later.
2: That same with pizza. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not like I forgot about it.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Mm, yeah.
2: Just ask. I think that's true, and I think, and I think also that. There are going to be people who don't, who, who are going to respond negatively to it too. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you ask that? What you you, like, you don't need don't those like... people in your life though. Yeah. Screw them. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like a perfect sign for people you don't need to care about. Right. As they
1: <laughs> they expect you to just assume or read their mind.
2: Right. No, those are crazy people. And a lot of people say, say like, oh, well there's a certain group of people who are always like that or something like I've found that most people aren't like that, really. Like, if you if you ask things in genuine curiosity, I think most people will give you at least what they think is a straight answer. They might be wrong because they might not have a good assertion of what they really feel, but that's a whole other can of worms. Mm. That's why I just go up to every person and I ask them if they're attracted to me. Because that tells you a lot about how to respond to somebody.
1: So here's here for like on a real note. And I don't like like talking about relationships a lot on here because I think it alienates people. Mm. But there's a group of people that when they're dating someone for the first time, they think, at what point can I just lunge at this person to kiss them? Mm. And I'm of the belief that talking is uh, would uh, help relieve that awkwardness of the lunge. Hmm. Am I weird about
0: that? Like, like you're just talking as you're going in. You're just jawing on. No, by no. the way. No, like like, you're talking really close to my lips. I know we're kissing. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) you're really good at talking with our lips together. (laughs) No, but I mean, like discussing, like, hey, hey, you know what? I've been on like two or three dates with you, and I'd like to kiss you. Would that be okay? Is that? I mean, Mm -hmm. tip tip your trilby. Mm Would it take a little magic away? But here's the I, thing:
0: I think it would, but like take my answer for a grain of salt because I've had like two girlfriends in my whole <laughs> life. So
1: what I like to do
2: is I like to do the opposite. I like to build up the anticipation, <laughs> like I like to lean in real close and 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 then no, and then look at him and be like, "I'm gonna kiss you some point, and it's gonna knock your socks off. <laughs> <laughs> so you better gird up." <laughs> And then go back to doing whatever I was doing and act like that didn't happen.
1: That's you guys think
2: I'm joking, but I'm actually serious. I don't think you're joking and that's why it's hilarious.
1: So uh, I will say that I have, I have tried the, I've tried both the, the, I've tried and the both ways ask, too. And I find that the ask is a lot more, um, good. Cause I think even if the answer is no, you both don't feel terrible. <laughs> you're like, okay, I, don't I don't respect that.
0: It's just like, I've never heard, I've never heard the story of people like, of like, oh, how did you meet? And you're like, well, we were on a date and then he <laughs> asked if he could kiss me.
1: No, that's not weird. You're being weird. <laughs> I think that's, I Maybe. think that's a healthy sign of a relationship that you can communicate about that, but whatever. Don't
0: know. You know what? You know what? I want, um, our listeners who have had successful relationships to weigh in on
2: this. <laughs> I feel like I just like, we're not people to have any opinion. <laughs> no, no, we're obviously
1: screwed up. So I think that's the only thing I've ever agreed with all of you. About. I've, <laughs> I've just only ever broken. accidentally
2: committed adultery with people in planetariums.
1: <laughs> so what's, what's the adultery for just handholding? <laughs> I don't is know. That, is that third degree adultery? <laughs> first, first degree. I think that's no, I think first is degree is the seriousness. Oh, no, really? no, no, no. It's, it's the other way around. Like a third degree. Oh
0: wait. Does no, this, but I was thinking about like murder,
1: way? like first degree murder is worse than is not there. Second is degree it? murder. I'm pretty sure. I've never heard I of think, that. I think, isn't there third degree murder? No, no, second degree murder is like by association, like like manslaughter.
0: Okay, here's what mm-hmm. I want from Anyways. our listeners. I want the lawyers to weigh in on that discussion that we just had. <laughs> and I want the people who have had successful relationships to weigh in on the kissing thing.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: it could be the same people. Like, you could be a lawyer in a successful relationship, but I don't believe you.
2: you <laughs> I think this is one of those things that we should stop doing because it probably makes people feel bad.
1: When they hear, when they think about this, because when the, we cause don't they, get any responses, or
0: <laughs> when, when we no, remind cause... them that we're sad, yeah, well, and then they're like,
2: "I'm sad too." <laughs> oh,
1: well, we can be sad together.
2: You
0: know what? If you're sad too, then I also want to hear about it. I want to. I want to ask you how you're doing. We can talk about it.
2: Yeah, and we, especially in the stuffy slack, if you're in there, because you know that's a little bit more of a
1: a safe space. You know, you're not going to get no. I want them to blast it all over Twitter about their sadness. <laughs> all right. That's what so, I do with Twitter already.
2: Uh, Andrew, that was a good... Oh, thank you. Good life hack. I just wanted to wrap it in a little bow. So... I appreciate that. Just ask things in general. Um, Mine is... I'm going to try not to get super angry. Because I, when I think about it... I'm really excited. I though. get super angry. So, like Andrew... I grew up for the most part in the desert Mm -hmm. and in the desert it gets hot.
1: Very. Yes.
2: And it might even be the springtime when there's like still snow in some places in the United States. Yes. And it's, and it's hot here. And the thing about the desert that stinks is that at least this desert,
0: actually, sometimes it just stinks. If you're in Boron, dude, that uh,
2: smells It smells like a bad egg salad sandwich. But it's um, like a,
1: it's two streets. That's how big the town is because it smells so bad. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I think there's more solar panels than people there.
1: But uh, let's just start making fun of Boron more because there's like a hundred percent chance no one. It has from Boron it has the word
2: "bor" in its name. <laughs>
1: Their high school colors are yellow and black. Oh, I thought they were just not, gonna say gray. <laughs> they're, no, that' not funny. No, but they don't like their mascot is not bees. It's like, it's like bears or something, but there's no like wildlife that lives there.
2: Right, no, not at all. Um except for the desert tortoise. Um,
1: <laughs> that's what I imagine all tortoises sound like.:
2: So the thing <laughs> that stinks a lot of time is is you can run the air conditioning constantly, but it's going to cost you so much money. Oh, yeah. And especially when you don't have a lot of money, you end up, you 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 will run the air conditioning when you're there in at home. So generally, you'll start the air conditioning when you get home from work or school. Mm-hmm. Um, if nobody else lives at the house, that's when you'll start
1: it. And then turn it off before you go to bed.
2: Right. Turn it off before you go to bed. And when you go to bed, what do you do,
1: Andrew? Uh, I do sometimes, depending on the temperature outside, I'll open the window. But if it's hot outside, I will not. I'm so angry. Why is that?
2: Unless you live in some magical house that can keep the temperature inside cool with human body heat going on in there.
1: You're wrong. You're so wrong. Okay.
2: I, unless it's like 4 million degrees outside, then you should just leave your air conditioning on. Like that's,
1: <laughs> just leave Well, that's on. what I it's mean. Like, so, um, yeah. Keep going, your story, But I have a system when I lived in the desert that we use. The system
2: which- that I use, that is the true system, is if you're going to you you have to make a decision: Am I turning the air conditioning off or not? You're if you're turning the if you're not turning the air conditioning off, fine. And and the decision is based on if it's just so if it's still 105 degrees at night, you should just leave the AC on. It's you're not going to sleep, right? Yeah. Right, right. And right. and if you turn it off, you're you're going to die inside your house. You're going to wake up dead. Okay? <laughs> and <laughs> if if you are going to turn off the air conditioning, then the only choice is that you will open up windows on oh, yeah, opposite yeah. sides of your house. And generally, you're going to open every window in your house. Yes. Right? You want as much airflow because what else the desert has in common is that there's wind. There's always wind going on.
1: It is very windy.
2: There's just wind all the time, and so if you just open up a windows at one side of your house, that wind is gonna come to your house and go around it because it doesn't have anywhere to go. It's uh, it's how things work. Okay, it's the <laughs> the, the air is trying to keep moving, and if it stops, it's, it's if it sees that it can't go anywhere, it just stops.
1: Unless um, your house is aerodynamic for some reason.
2: Yeah. So. So you got to open the door or the window on the opposite end so that the air knows to move. Otherwise, it's just going to go into your house and stop. And, and, yep. and wind that stops is not wind anymore. And so it doesn't cool you. Well, can you explain that again? Wind that stops? Is just air. It's just air.
1: <laughs> it's just hot air.
2: Yeah. Huh. And, and, and so it's not, it's not benefiting you. Um, so the so, system. So
1: yeah. Oh, keep going, keep going. But the system that we have back home in the desert, for where I am from, is we don't have an AC because our AC broke and my dad's cheap. Mm. But we have <laughs> we we do have a swamp cooler. Oh right. And but the problem with the swamp cooler is is that if it is too how is it? if it's too wet outside or if it's, it's too, too humid. Like, humid, it doesn't work, Mm-mm. which is very upsetting. Right. But what we would do is we would have the swamp cooler in one, the far end of the house, and then the opposite on the other side of the house, we would open the windows. Mm. And this would create like a wind tunnel. Yeah. So the the swamp cooler would get all this moisture in the air, cool the air, and then shoot it across the house.
2: Because that cool air is looking for a way to get out into the hot air. Yeah. It because wants if you, ride, it wants to move.
1: Because if you just have the swamp cooler on without any windows open it's like blowing air into a balloon that's already full right. it's not going to get any bigger without popping and the house right. is not going to pop um
2: and it starts to get really dank
1: yes it gets really it's it's literally a swamp in your house mm. and that's not nice it's because
2: not. it's the it's the transference of the cold and the hot like the wet to the dry that creates the cooling effect the condensation is what yes. creates that cool air yeah
1: Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so we would do that, but then obviously at night we would, my dad had this awesome, I don't know where he got that. It was pretty much like a propeller to a plane, but Mm -hmm. smaller, but he put it in our our attic. Mm -hmm. So at night we would open all of the windows up and he he would turn on this fan and it would suck all the air from outside straight into the attic,
2: which is cooler air moving up. Ah, yes.
1: Um, it was quite an awesome, that's called a
2: whole house fan.
1: Yes. And yeah. it was pretty awesome. You can buy those at Home Depot. And so we would do that at night because it used to it tends to be a little bit more moist at night. And we couldn't have the swamp cooler on all the time.
0: You know mm-hmm. what I did when I lived in the desert?
1: What? My
0: plan was to just keep the air conditioner on all the time because I wasn't paying the electric bill.
2: <laughs>
1: right. That's <laughs> that's that's what, we, that's what I did when I lived in West Virginia. <laughs> that's
2: a move. That's a smart move. Um. Yeah, well, so I've lived with different people in the desert that weren't my family. Mm -hmm. And I've found that there is a bizarre lack of understanding this stuff among people who've lived in the desert their whole life. So I would wake up in the morning. Here's another part of this thing. You, in the morning when you wake up, when it's cool in the morning, because the coolest part of the day is just before the sun rises. That's when it's the coolest. So you close all the windows Mm -hmm. and you keep that cool air in and you don't turn the air conditioning on until that cool air has started to warm up, right? Mm -hmm. Or you set the thermostat to say, once it reaches this temperature, kick on. And you'll find that if you close your windows in the morning, when the cool air is in your house, that your AC doesn't kick on until much, much later, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I've lived with so many people who would do the exact opposite. Oh, it's really hot. It's nighttime. Better close all the windows. <laughs> and so I wake up drenching in sweat. And I'm like, why is it so hot in here? And I go and I look and every single window in the house is closed except for my room. <laughs> I'm just like, why? And then I'd wake up in the morning and I and they'd open the windows. And, I, and I'm just like, guys, it's the opposite of what you need to be doing. Or they would... Open one window and close all the rest, and I was like, "There's nowhere for the air." Like, I just found so many people who don't understand the window situation, and it's frustrating. Well,
1: I think they, I think they think that their house is like a fridge. Right. If you open up the fridge, all the cold air will get out.
2: Yeah, but your house isn't a fridge. You're, <laughs> there's no cooling happening inside of there. I don't know. This is just really. I'm trying not to get angry. It was like, <laughs> but it's like the worst situation when you're an insomniac and you finally get to sleep. And then you wake up only a couple hours later because you think you wet the bed. And then you think, there's oh, no. no way urine got into my hair. <laughs> <laughs> just I, don't, I toss and turn quite a bit, so. <laughs> well, yeah, I do too, but mm, that's still, yeah. So anyhow, that's my frustration. So if, if anyone who lives in hot places like the desert and doesn't know, now you know, please, please change your ways.
1: Also, anyone who lives in a cold place, that could... Uh- and give me some intelligent ideas about how to stay warm, <laughs> I would also like to hear. I think what you're supposed to do is cold. you're supposed to
2: build a bonfire with rocks in it, and then you take the rocks up and you put them in your bed at night.
1: No, that's how you start a fire. Oh, yeah,
0: there's there's an idea. Uh, pretty much that's, that's staying warm in the winter is closing all of the windows always and not turning off the heater.
1: Also not going outside. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Never, ever go outside. Oh,
1: man, it's so terrible. This weekend's going to be awful.
0: We have Canadian listeners. They might be able to help you. You're in almost Canada, so...
2: It got almost to seventy degrees today.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! I could, <laughs> if I could punch you, I would.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna get cold again. That's the thing that sucks. Is cold. Is I know California. you
1: couldn't see it, but I,
0: I, I put quotations around the word cold when I said it.
1: Well, yeah, but it's cold to me. Okay, I want to hear Adam's answer now. My
0: answer, I. I have a feeling that when I say this, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, Adam, that's dumb. Everybody knows that. But no, they don't. So you're wrong. Mm. So don't say that out loud at your Sounds podcast app. Because people good on the logic. bus will look at you weird. This okay? is a
2: thing not to yell into your overcast.
0: Right. Don't. <laughs> I, don't want, I
2: don't want people to yell at me.
0: There are a surprising number of people who don't know about Control-C, Control-V. Oh, man. You know... <laughs> and I'll be, they'll be like, hey, can you come help me with this thing? I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, oh, we got to move this over here. And I'll just be like, P-t-p-t-p-t-p-t-p-t. and they'll be like, how did you do that? What just Are happened? You magic? Like, no, it's just, you know, this little thing on the computer on the on just a keyboard. A keyboard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times I work in IT and I I work in education, so I'm helping teachers and students and such. I can't tell you how many times I've told someone, well, and just copy that, and you're going to take that, and we're going to paste it, and they're like. How do you do that? Or, and that's probably like, I'd say that's like 60% of people who don't know it even exists. Oh Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the, there's like another 20 to 30% of people who don't know that they can use their keyboard to do it. They actually have to highlight it with their mouse, click, click copy. Yeah. And it's just like,
0: guys, I don't know. I don't understand how people can do that because a lot like 60%. Of all the jobs that I've had, I've just been copying and pasting. (laughs) What you do on the computer
2: is like copying and pasting constantly.
1: It's Well, the computer's like any other tool. Like There's some people that know how to use their tools, and there's some people that don't.
0: Well, life hack, learn how to use your tools. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have a story about this. I was in high school, and that wasn't that long ago, like cosmically. Mm-hmm. like it was pretty recently it
0: wasn't like geologic time
1: <laughs> yeah so but um <laughs> back I was in, in the school. pleistocene <laughs> <laughs> i guess um no so i was in high school and i was it was it was nearing the end of the year and i was in my science class and we all were doing these projects and this one kid hadn't turned one in mm-hmm. and it was like the day after mm-hmm. and my teacher's like dude you can't do this he says here i'll make you a deal you just turn in something just copy and paste the whole thing and I'll give you a 50% and that's better than a zero. And he guy's like, okay, cool. So the next day he comes with his report and what he gives is he copied and pasted, but he literally had a piece of paper and he cut out <laughs> sentences and then paste it on another piece of paper. And handed it in. What? And my little mind was exploding. I'm like what? Where do you even find paste nowadays? Did he make it? I, I don't know. Like he, like he slaughtered a horse and got <laughs> the, the paste. But no, like I remember, seeing the paper and just in awe because he obviously printed out the articles like from the internet and then cut them out and then paste them on another piece of paper.
2: It's like, dude, you did this whole extra step that you did not need to do. Wow. It it
1: was like a, it was like a ransom letter for a report. (laughs) Man, that's special. I will never forget that as Mm. for as long as I live.
2: Hey, well, uh, thanks for listening, Adam, specifically. (laughs) Uh, Remember, your ratings fuel us. So please, please, please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can uh, subscribe to receive new episodes the moment they're released by going to 3G3Q.co slash subscribe. We also really appreciate our patrons, and we're nearing another goal, so make sure you go to uh, Patreon.com slash 3G3Q to get in on a lot of exclusive content. Like we've been releasing lost episodes, secret shows. Yeah. There's all kinds of shows. Just like a popular band. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot of other fun stuff. Like I've been showing the possible show titles before they come out. Uh, we're going to be printing stickers here soon. Uh, if you sign up before February, 2016, you're going to get stickers. So, a lot of fun stuff like that. And and that can be for as little as a dollar a month. That's all you... I mean, you can say just a dollar a month and you're still going to get a lot of this stuff. So, yeah, it's pretty legit. Go sign up. Other than that, I want you to remember to make a list. I also want you to remember to drink a lot of water before you're going to go to battle tomorrow.
0: That's good. That's good. You, you want to you wanna pee on your enemies.
2: <laughs> just whiz all over them. I also want you to remember that it's okay to ask. And I also want you to remember to question everything.
0: You know, we should send out artisanal 3G, 3Q tapes.
1: Artisanal?
2: (laughs) We should. We should make a (laughs) mixtape. Hey, no, you're, no, you guys are tricking me to talking before we.
1: Oh, (laughs) shoot. You know what we should do, though? Oh, my
2: gosh, what?
1: We should mail tapes of our show to people that don't have the blessing of the internet.
2: it's like we should do it as a passive aggressive way to get people to listen to the show. We're like, we know you haven't been listening and we assume it's because you don't have access to it. So we'll, here it
1: is. We'll put it in like American online packaging. This says like 53 free minutes of three gigantic <laughs> questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cassette tape.
0: I'm sure Merlin Mann would really appreciate that.
2: <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you don't know who he is. You need to listen. I'm going to make you a playlist. Okay.
1: You should get him a voicemail of it. I'm
2: going to pick you like three things. Don't be angry.
1: Dude, make him a voicemail of it.
2: (laughs) Send me a cassette. If you send me
0: a cassette, I will listen to it.
2: I don't even have a cassette player. Wait,
0: I do.
1: I think I
2: have the one from my mission.
1: You want to know how far behind Idaho is as a state? They mm -hmm. still have cassette players. You can buy them at Walmart.
2: (laughs) So weird. I haven't seen a cassette player in like forever. All right. Hey, no, stop. We're gonna record the show. Okay. Ready? Okay. <laughs> if you're new to the show, here's how it works. Works every time. Here's how it I works.
0: Adam and Andrew distract Aaron uh... from leading the from reading the lead-in copy, and then eventually we ask each other questions.
1: All right. If you're new to the sh- show. <sighs>